Why did the chicken cross Perry Road? To not be late for missions month. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Trevor Main. Welcome, Pastor Trevor. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome. We are glad to have you all here. And um, inquiring minds want to know, why was there a chicken in the foyer of the church? (laughs) Well, hopefully people were observant and on their way in or on their way out, they saw who the, the chicken that I say is sort of like Henny Penny's oh, niece, yeah. Dolly Dollar. <laughs> and uh, Dolly Dollar is there to help us remember our Dollar a Day for Missions initiative. And short story, long story short, or short story long, yep. is uh, uh, imagine going to a chicken and saying, you know, we really have some needs we would like to meet. The needs in the yeah. world are so big. You know, could you contribute, you know, you know 300 eggs or 365 yeah. we could use those now could, could you give us 365 eggs today yeah and the chicken would would obviously go no. no way i can't do that she would uh, balk at it balk at it <laughs> but i think a chicken could say no but i can help with one egg a day yeah like uh, the big ask is too much at the moment but i can give something small regularly mm-hmm. that at the end of the year will be 365 eggs and really make a big impact and could meet a lot of needs. Yeah. And so we're making the bridge with that illustration during Missions Month to help us mm-hmm. remember that giving a little a little regularly really adds up, and especially when God fa- is factored into that. And so that's the premise of the Dollar a Day for Missions initiative in our church is encouraging mm-hmm. uh, everyone to consider signing up uh, with that with God's help to give a dollar a day for missions. Uh, and some people will give that every month they might give $31 a month yeah or they might give it all at once some people are afraid they'll forget and they, <laughs> and they have enough eggs in their basket yeah that they can give $365 at once mm-hmm. or some might give every three months it doesn't really matter the frequency just people mark their offering dollar a day for missions we started this way back in 2016 mm-hmm. and any guess how many dollars that dollar a day has added up to since 2016 since 2016 Oh my, it's got to be thousands, many thousands of dollars. Um, It hmm, is. (laughs) I I would, I don't know. I'm trying to do the quick math and how many years, it's almost a decade. So yeah, well, it's been, I'll tell you, it's it's, uh, 407,000. Wow. $47. Now that's changing all the time because people continue to give a dollar a day for missions. We've had probably a core of 100 people committed to give. And so some people exceed the dollar a day. Mm-hmm. Or there's some couples uh, where both spouses are employed. I know Sherry mm. and myself, we both like to be, we're both signed up for dollar a day for missions. And our hope is, you know, ideally every household or every person who has a steady income, if they feel led by the Lord to give a little mm-hmm. daily, uh, to contribute to missions, it really, really can add up and we can do a lot. God can do a lot through our church and he has already just seeing this new little initiative started. Excellent. Now, what happens with the dollar a day money? If I've given you three, or you know, you've been given $365? Yep, so the dollar a day for missions fund is administered by our church missions team or missions Mm -hmm. committee under the supervision of the leadership team. And so the missions committee, missions team meets regularly. Mm -hmm. And we've already kind of got some trajectory, some, some partners that we work with uh, and so this money is designated for ministries beyond our church. Okay. So some of that we use to support local partner agencies and some we use for more international. 
efforts. And so over the last, uh, since we started, we've been, we are supporting nine missionaries mm. in nine different countries and 20 partner agencies. Wow. Uh, so in, that's just a very general response, but yeah. it's making a big difference in a lot of places. Excellent. So it sounds like you have a uh, missions committee that meets regularly, not yep. just in the month of February. Often we focus <laughs> on missions in the month of February, but... That's not the only time. No, and that's so, so important to remember, Julie, and for everyone who's listening, that missions is not just something we focus on one month out of the year. Mm-hmm. It's great to have a missions month, but it would not be great if people <laughs> come to the conclusion that we only think about missions or engage in missions one twelfth of the year, but instead it's this is what we do all the time. It's, mm-hmm. it's what we have been doing as a church. It's what we are doing and what we will be doing until Jesus comes. And on Sunday, I, me- I mentioned that a little bit, that sometimes our tendency might be to treat missions as just something we choose to do when we feel like it, yeah. or when missions month rolls around, when we think of it, or when we're really spiritually hungry, we say, I want to do something that makes a difference in the world. Yeah. But, uh, and, and some people may treat it, missions as going to, you go to the restaurant, mm-hmm. and you're going to put your order in, and, you know, usually just buy the, the main entree. And, yeah. But if you're really hungry, you'll order a side of salad. Yeah. And some people think, well, the missions is the side of salad. You know, church is we do, it's what we do on Sunday mornings. This is the main yeah. course. And we have programs during the week. Again, that's all part of the main course. And once in a while, we order a side salad yeah. and do something for missions or a dessert. Then it's just the icing on the cake. It's something nice we do occasionally. But by all means, no. That's <laughs> not, got, we, we've just had, earlier this year, we did a sermon series, or we're in the midst of it in some ways, because yes. we're going to pick it up again in March, is following in the footsteps of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus, just the greatest example of a missionary. Yes. Left heaven, came to earth, left comfort behind, made sacrifices, came motivated by love, yes. and a desire to see people come to salvation. And so we're following Jesus' example, mm-hmm. who didn't just have mission as a side salad this was the main course and (laughs) so when jesus came to the end of his life i don't know if you've heard of the great commission yes yeah and so Mm -hmm. as jesus gave this instruction to his disciples before returning to heaven and sending the holy spirit and uh, some people have memorized this and if you haven't it's a kind of a nice passage of scripture to memorize from matthew 28 18 to 20 but jesus just emphasizing how all authority in heaven on earth had been given to him and said to his disciples and we hear this today echoing across the ages to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. And then Jesus' precious promise when he says, and surely I will be with you always, even to the very end of the age. And so um, just that's a reminder, that's our, those are our marching orders, yeah. uh, something to live out daily, something to motivate us to get out of bed in the morning and get up and love our neighbors, and then see how we can use our life to help reach the nations. Mm -hmm. Like we need a global focus. It's great to love our neighbor on our street. It's great to love the people in need in our region. But this command can only be fulfilled if we also find ways to link arms with other brothers and sisters in the faith around the world and find ways to send the good news about Jesus to all the far reaches of the earth, to people living everywhere. Yeah, wow, that's excellent. Yeah. That's, um, that's a good thing to keep in front of us. Yep. Um, do you know the countries? Can you tell us? Well, as a denomination, and, mm-hmm. and there are like all different denominations and churches are working. Mm-hmm. And so 
I mean, we would do well to see how to coordinate our efforts between each other, but for yeah. us in Canada, the Be In Christ Church of Canada, we are focusing most of our efforts in a number of countries, six or seven different countries, and those countries include places like Zambia, India, Nepal, Cuba, Venezuela, Haiti, the Middle East, and Nicaragua. And for any of you who've been around the Wayne Fleet Church for a while, you know that we have a, a real heart for Nicaragua as a mm -hmm. local church. Yes. And for over a decade have had very significant partnerships and short-term teams uh, going and partnering with the BIC churches in Nicaragua, mm -hmm. doing children's ministry and uh, helping with the construction of facilities yes. that they use um, to gather and worship the Lord and to invite people to hear the gospel and to grow in their walk mm -hmm. with Jesus. So. Do we have a missions trip planned? Well, during COVID, <laughs> our missions trips have been noticeably absent. Yes. But the leadership team at our church and the missions team are on the same page wanting to, to continue what we've been doing in partnership in Nicaragua. Uh, we've been saying we want to go short term, but think long term. Mm -hmm. And so Lord willing, in the month of April, our missions team will be traveling to Nicaragua to reconnect with the church leaders there, to revisit the places we've been in the past, mm -hmm. and to hear from the national church in Nicaragua, where where would they, where could they use some help? Where do they think we should um, partner in another church building project? Mm -hmm. And so there's some rumor from the church leaders in Nicaragua that that could be on the island of Ometepe. Okay. Fascinating place out in the largest freshwater lake in the world. Oh, interesting. Uh, one that has sharks in it. Oh. So we'll swim out to the island. No, we'll <laughs> take a ferry to the island. And the island is formed by two large volcanoes, one at each end of the island, joined by a little strip of land in the middle. Population about 30,000 people. Mm -hmm. And it, it probably, I can't say for sure, but that's the, the location that they have been suggesting could be the location for us to partner. And after this exploratory trip in April, we hope to make plans for a trip with a full ministry work team for January or February of 2024. Wow. So you, you can be thinking and praying about that, everybody. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Now, we also have a few uh, local projects that we're working together as a church. They are listed on our website. There's a whole section um, dedicated to missions. So if you visit waynefleetbic.info, there's a missions month um, a card or a section that you can go and read about them, but would you like to tell us about them, Trevor? I'll try to mention as many as I can. Sure. There's a lot. I think there are four of them <clears throat> that we have listed okay, there. Okay, let's see if I can come to four. <laughs> one thing, one of our partners we love to work with, Open Arms Mission. Yes. Uh, we do this every month. We have an item of the month, a non-perishable mm -hmm. item or a hygiene item we ask uh, households to bring. But during the month of February, we're taking a little break from that singular focus, and, and we have, you would have seen if you were at church on Sunday, uh, brown grocery bags mm -hmm. on every other seat or so throughout the whole auditorium. So we're encouraging people to take those home. And on that, there's a list of non-perishable food items mm -hmm. and hygiene items that are very useful for Open Arms Mission to distribute through their food bank uh, to families in need. Mm -hmm. We did this last year, and I can't remember how, how much we had, like a, a big pile oh, yeah. of food. It and, looked really big. I remember seeing it, yeah. And I'm confident... 
we can do something similar, mm-hmm. if not more. Yes. We have another yes, opportunity to support Open Arms Mission this month as well. Yes. Um, through our youth group, they are doing the coldest night of the year walk, which is something you may have heard about. Um, you can visit their website to learn more about it. But essentially, our youth group is walking five kilometers on February 22nd. That's a Wednesday night. And um, I participated last year. I was one of the parent leaders. And let me tell you, it was chilly and windy and i was thankful after those five kilometers or have your fingers thawed out since yeah. last year ready to go oh, again i was i was ready for my warm drink and um, we had some donuts as well and that was a it really was a good time and it, it definitely made you think and do you know how much money we they raised that night do you remember <clears throat> i'm gonna take a guess four thousand ish more than that it was five thousand okay mm-hmm. i'm not sure because i know there was a few teams from our church besides the youth and i yes. did look at the page but it is awesome because yes. uh, those donations of money help so much with the mm-hmm. structure that's needed to administer food donations. And then even at times, the Open Arms Mission can purchase food in bulk at very good prices. Mm-hmm. So having a financial donation like that at any time is very welcome by the Open Arms Mission. Yes. So for that, people could walk. It might, maybe they could see about walking and one of the teams go to the Open Arms Mission website yeah. and see the coldest night of the year options. And uh, you could give to support the youth. I think there's yes, links for that. There is. And then also you can pray. And I want to mention this, Julie, because on Sunday it was so exciting to see you go out to the church on the same pile on the chairs where the bag for the groceries is. There's also we distributed distributed a, a prayer guide, uh, a monthly prayer calendar. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun just to look down each day of the week, some of these different local agencies, international agencies, missionaries that we're praying for. And mm-hmm. when we do get down toward February the 25th, which is when I think you're going to, well, around that time. 22nd. The 22nd, because I know that week there's a few different teams going out. So we put the prayer request on the 25th, asking our church to pray for mm. the success of the coldest night of the year fundraiser, uh, which is happening during that week. Yes. And so I encourage all of you to get a prayer guide. I think mm-hmm. we're going to try to have that available online as well. We should. Mm-hmm. If you're listening and not able to be here in person to pick up a paper copy. Uh, but there's just a very meaningful prayer request every day. Mm-hmm. It's so cool to think of our church being united in prayer, especially for missions, for yes. needs outside of our congregation. Yeah. And we have two other opportunities <laughs> here um, as you come in. So you mentioned Open Arms Mission and it is the eyeglasses. I've got glasses on my yes. face and uh, I'm getting new glasses because these ones aren't, um, I need bifocals now or ah, whatever transitions mm-hmm. not, or whatever they're called. And so I may be able to donate a pair of used glasses mm-hmm. and I'm going to look around and see if we have any more in our home. But for the mi- missions organization, called That All May See. Mm-hmm. We're collecting used eyeglasses, sunglasses, reading glasses, safety glasses. So anything you might have around your home that's sort of in that category, children's, men's, women's. All of it. Mm-hmm. I hope we can collect, I want to say hundreds of pairs. Yeah. Is that possible? Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly if everybody helps and gives, and then those glasses get graded and repaired. And there's a person from our church who volunteers with this organization oh, who actually nice. determines the prescription of every glass and labels them with stickers ah. and files them. And then they take these when they go, this agency goes to different countries and they set up a shop to test people's eyesight. And then they have kind of this library or bank of glasses that are already repaired and graded and they can give them the gift of sight. It's amazing. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. That's a really, it seems so simple and something that yeah. I think we take for granted a lot yeah. um, is to just, be able to see. To be able to see. And so they have 
on their website if you visit um, the website of the organization that mm -hmm. all may see a beautiful video mm -hmm. uh, it shows like people being able to read the bible again for the first time well for a yeah. long time some of these are older people and they say i haven't been able to read my mm -hmm. bible but now with these glasses i can read Aww. and the heart uh, passion this organization and the leaders in it have is that people will have physical sight mm -hmm. but that god will also open the eyes of their heart to be able to see god to see in a spiritual realm that god loves them and has a wonderful plan for their lives. And yeah. so it's just a really beautiful ministry to support. Awesome. Small thing we can do is get those, clean out our drawers, get rid of some of the glasses we're not using, or sunglasses, safety glasses, donate them to a great cause, yeah. and it'll make a big difference in somebody's life. Awesome, thank you. And there was one more on the website. The very last Sunday of Missions mm -hmm. Month, February the 26th. Yes. You can prepare for it already. Yes, please do. When you're going through your drawers and trying to find used glasses or, or sunglasses, mm -hmm. you'll probably come across a few other good used items that you're not using. And there is an excellent way to repurpose those things by bringing them to church on February the 26th before church. So just arrive a little earlier, sometime mm -hmm. between 9.30 and 10. And representatives from the Christian Benefit Shops, mm -hmm. which are thrift stores that our church was a part of the founding mm -hmm. and which we have supported for decades um, we're able to collect those items here at the church they will be distributed between the two thrift stores there's one in welland called new to you mm -hmm. and one in port colburn called port thrift and we have volunteers from our church serving in both of those locations serving uh, on the board and mm -hmm. also uh, even now as the store manager so yes so we're very glad to be able to gather these used items that we're not using Someone else will find them useful. Oh, it yes. Ble it blesses people in our local community who have needs. Mm -hmm. They can purchase items at a great cost. So it blesses people locally. And then the, the profit, because these stores generate an income in large part because of the many volunteers that help out. Right. But then the, the income is destined for mission. Uh, the bulk of it going through Mennonite Central Committee to their mm -hmm. international programs, which is a sister organi organization to our church but also portions of it going to support local ministries like the Open Arms Mission as well. So it's a wonderful way for us to turn some of the things that we're not using into something useful for God's kingdom. Awesome. That is wonderful. So that's February 26th, Gift to the Thrift. Yep. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Was there anything else? Did you have any closing oh, thoughts? There's lots. But I know we could go on and check on. Check out what's we? ahead. Don't miss Teen <laughs> Challenge sharing here on February yes. the 19th. Andrew Alexander is going to be here on the 26th. He's a part of our church with mm -hmm. serving with uh, Operation Mobilization. There's just so many good things ahead in Missions Month. Let's let God move us in mission so that we're about his business, guided by his spirit uh, to share his love near and far. Awesome. Thank you very much, Pastor Trevor. If you're curious about this or just would like some more information, you can reach Pastor Trevor at trevor at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you very much for tuning in. We hope that you uh, learned something new and uh, that we've sparked a fire for missions in your heart. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to sign off with the way I'm signing off some of my letters these days, yes, just please. telling folks, let's keep, uh, let's give Jesus last command for first priority. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great week.